Welcome to the Efficient Private Clients Podcast, where we delve into the intricacies of the financial world and bring you our latest market and economic expertise. Today, we are continuing our discussion on the last two decades of the global financial environment. I am Kyle, an investment specialist at Efficient Private Clients and your host for today. We are again joined by, in studio by Dr. Francois Stockberg, our Managing Director. Francois, today as we look further at the financial landscape over the past two decades, what are your thoughts on emerging markets? Thanks for having me again, Carl. No <laughs> uh, yeah, we, last time we, we had an interesting discussion in terms of uh, what happened in the world since the, the, the early 2000s, uh, leading up to where we are now and what we expect going forward. And uh, another question that, that we get asked quite frequently is in terms of emerging markets and then of course South Africa's position in that landscape and specifically from an investor's perspective is should, should, should I still be invested in South Africa's equity markets or South Africa's markets just in general? Uh, so I think we can, we can touch on that as well. And then of course, uh, looking forward, where, where do you allocate assets from a traditional financial sector perspective? Mm. So in, in that 2002-2007-8 period, that was the end of the previous, um, uh, what, what are they commonly referred to as the uh, global commodity super cycle. Yeah. So that, of course, boosts emerging markets where, where all of these commodities are, or many of these dirty commodities are, or hard commodities <laughs> are. And uh, the expectation now is, if you, if you look at some of the, the, the research on it, is that the next super cycle should peak at the 20, 2040, 2045. Okay. Uh, but for a long time now, you, you heard this, it was like carried on the winds. Uh, at all these uh, these big names, JP Morgan's, Morgan Stanley's, UBS, and all these guys doing research, that there, sooner or later there should be a shift back towards emerging markets. Uh, the developed world absolutely just won the last two decades. Uh, after the global financial crisis, the developed markets stepped in with loose monetary policy, accommodative fiscal policy. They boosted their economies. They kept that business cycle going because they had they were cash flush. They had money. They could do it. They could make. They could go into all this debt and boost their, their economies, keep their people happy and, 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 and wealthy and healthy and everything else. But on the emerging market side, they, we couldn't do that. Uh, we, we lack the structural reforms to do that. We lack the leadership to do that. And we lack the pockets to do that. Uh, I think there's, of course, a couple of exceptions. I'll, I'll touch on them now. But in, for the most part, the developed world won. Yes. But as I said, there was this, this idea that the emerging markets had to resurface. Because that's where yield comes from. That's where growth comes from. Growth, yes, the U.S. economy is large and it is growing at a good pace of 2%, two, 2%, uh, but it's not 7% like the Indias of the world is doing. And Correct, India, yes. They have 1.3 billion people, so sooner or later that economy has to overtake. Just like the Chinese expectations were 2030, 2035, maybe now a bit later. But sooner or later, if you have an economy with that many people growing at 5, 6, 7% consistently, you are going to become the new powerhouse. Everybody knows that. It's mm. unavoidable. So the emerging markets, that's where the growth comes from. That's where uh, that... that so the, the question is when? So we've uh, actually started making changes to some of our portfolios last year, starting to skew them more towards emerging markets away from the developed markets, not in our high qual high, well, higher quality developed market sure. products, so don't be scared now if you're a <laughs> client. Um, I just mean in terms of our, the asset allocation decisions that we, that we help clients with, is that we have been allocating more towards em emerging markets. The emerging market space, the countries that we really appreciate or really think are going to be shiners, 
sun sunbeams, if you want to call it, mm. over the next while is the is China absolutely always always China then India we, we've been calling it incredible India for the last decade now it's still an absolute wonder what they've been able to do yes and just as a as a the T's and C's we understand the risks involved with emerging markets so I'm not saying that they've sorted everything out and that Modi is just uh, uh, someone who can walk on water mm-hmm. there are mistakes everywhere but in terms of what these large economies have been able to do the, the China's and the India's of the world are it's fascinating it's absolutely amazing and then I would include in that list the India's of the uh, the Indonesia's yes. Malaysia's of the world and some of those other emerging uh, Asian countries if you want to call it and then you you never you can never forget about the the middle beast Saudi mm. Arabia uh, what what they are doing now with that new project that infrastructure project the line that they're literally yes, building yes. across the desert that's the type of things that you get from emerging markets and that's the type of inv- in, in, inv- investments you want to be involved with now we can't invest in Saudi Arabia we can't well maybe the Chinese market but not India or, or, or Russia um, even for, for that matter you don't want to buy into those stocks directly now necessarily mm. but you want to get involved in the revenue that's generated there you want to be involved with the companies that make money in those in regions, regions yeah. so that's what I mean if I say we're skewing more towards emerging markets because we do believe even though the commodity super cycle might be still far off there is a surge for yield in this great normalization that we're seeing now emerging markets did pay the price of reformation reforming over the last over the last couple of years and those that did make the necessarily tough decisions to reform accordingly we didn't we'll speak about that in the next yeah. time but those who did do it they are going to start printing money mm-hmm. investments do take time to pay off and I we believe that the time the time is now that we're entering that period this 2025 to 2030 period where emerging markets will once again attract scarce capital short medium and long-term capital that will then lead to a boost in the revenue that's generated in the incomes uh, in in that country so we're we're very excited um, about the emerging market space now the question then is just where does South Africa fit into all this? Mm-hmm. And where does your, your allocation then fit, fit into, this, in, into this, this, larger, this larger picture that we have now of, of investing as global investors? Well, South Africa is a, is a, is a unique case. Uh, we, like I said, we didn't go through the, the reforms that we would have wanted to. We're more of an emerging developed economy, aren't we? The, the, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we, well, we, yeah, let's keep it. I somewhere agree. Somewhere in between. Uh, we're somewhere in between. We were doing well to develop, then we, took, then, we, then, we stopped, then we stopped doing that. But in South Africa, we have a couple of things that really do work. Fixed income in South Africa does work. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, adjusting, hedging yourself out for the currency uh, risk, you can get a very attractive yield risk-free let's put that in inverted Mm -hmm. commas and but risk-free so we like the fixed income space still in South Africa Um, just this is an interesting point actually Um, we we don't like ESCOM a lot now not normally We we don't like them a lot because we have load shedding and it's and it's tough and we have stage six and we had stage eight I think that 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 one day the the thing is though when ESCOM goes to market to sell their bonds they've never never ever not sold every one of their bonds crazy so when escom goes to market that's the whole that's the thing so when escom goes to market they 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 quickly sell out all their bonds quickly so we live here and we don't like them but some investors still appreciate 
the fixed income, the bonds, the, 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 the investments that you can make in South Africa in that space specifically. They very often, the foreigners, believe more in our economy and our ability to do what we should be doing than we ourselves do. Um, in South Africa. So we like the fixed income space. We like the money market space now with interest rates increasing again. And the, the equity space, we like the equity space. It's just, it's just difficult. Uh, what, what happened over the last seven, seven, well, for more than seven years now is that unfortunately, equity investors didn't get the return that they were used to. If you've been mm -hmm. an investor for 20 plus years, you would have known a South African equity market, JSE, that does 25% one year and then 15% minus 5, 35%. Mm. 15, 18, minus 10, 35, 25, 17, minus 10. So it was this mass, we had this 25, 30% years. Over the last seven years, I think the average return was like 3% annually. Yeah, so like talking money market rates. Literally, you're not even covering inflation. Exactly. So investors in South Africa got tired of the equity market, but at the absolute wrong time. Absolute wrong time. And now what we've seen just in this brief period now in, the, in January, the, the JC once again lifting up its head. So they got tired at the wrong time. So we are not telling clients to just take all their money off. We like emerging markets, but South Africa's equity market still has a place to play there. You have to be very good at managing that risk. You have to be very good at, 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 at finding the right opportunities. Uh, you have to have a manager that can identify that, and then you have to have patience. Mm -hmm. And not the, this is a five-year investment patience, this is a 10-year investment patience. That's the narrative now. That's the story that we are trying to re-educate clients uh, and advisors about, is that it's a 10-year strategy. Yes, five and years is no longer enough. Five years is no longer enough. We, we saw it now. But you pull your money out of the equity market now and put it in a fixed income or even in a structured product, I'm very wary that, that clients are gonna burn their fingers if they don't have their, their holistic asset allocation correct. So yes, we do favor, we like fixed income, I said that, so yes, good allocation. We like structured products and everything that, that all the big guys um, are doing around that. We, we, we like that space, but don't neglect your local equities. I, I would just, uh, touch on maybe hedge funds because it's a it's a hot topic and I know we're going to have a session about that later in the series as well but it is something to consider make sure that you did all your research mm -hmm. make sure you speak to someone that can advise you properly on it yeah especially with hedge funds especially in hedge funds but now with the increase in volatility going to become a very interesting playing field so we've now devised I think in this in this in this broader space a a, a like a a good asset allocation for local and global investing I still believe it's, it just once again, remember it depends on your income bracket, the wealth that you've disclaimer. disclaimer <laughs> the wealth you've accumulated, your own needs analysis and all that. Um, but in general, long-term money should have a good allocation to offshore markets. In the offshore space, you should be leaning more towards emerging markets. And remember, the reason, one of the reasons we say that is there's a lot, of more, lot more opportunities. The JSE, we all know this, is less than 1% mm -hmm. of total global market capitalization, capitalization. So there are more opportunities. The other thing is that if I'm investing in dollars, I'm protecting myself against local political uncertainty and, of course, the depreciation in the rand. Yeah. So it's a universal currency. It's a universal currency. So we, we still feel that you should be leaning towards having at least 50% exposure to the global space. Now, I know in the retirement space, retirement annuity, living in new space, you can't do that. That's why you need discretionary investments. If you're, if you're not fortunate enough and are in a position that you have discretionary investments, then stick to 
the rules and regulations of the retirement in your space. Don't take your money out. Don't quit your job so that you can get your money and do something crazy with it. Don't do that. Please don't do that. And, but what I'm saying is if you are in a place where you can make discretionary investments, make sure that you increase your allocation to the, to the rest of the world to at least 50%, I would say. Um, then speak to us so that we can go through your own personal situation so that we can then decide with you is it, is it time to allocate 60% or 40%? That would change from family to family as an example. So I think that, that about covers it in terms of the emerging market space. We still believe South Africa has a place in, the, in that space of investing globally. Uh, we really like the emerging market story now. We believe it's the emerging market, it's, it's, it's our time again. We believe we are going to attract a lot of short-term capital once again, which is going to be good for our currency. Um, uh, and we also believe um, that most of these large in institutions, in corpor um, corporations, etc., are also going to start looking for yield again, which is going to be very, very good for emerging markets. Perfect. Thanks, Thank you so much for that. That's it. Cheers.